Sean Carter Villas, uh, Capital FM. We're on Saturday Music and Sport, and I'm proud to have with me an exclusive, uh, the chairman of the Kenya Rugby Union, uh, Sasha Mutai, is with us in the studio. The World Under-20 Rugby Trophy is on at Nyaya Stadium as we speak. Sasha, thank you very much for taking time out to come and join us on Capital FM. Congratulations. I don't think uh, we've spoken to you since you've been elected chairman uh, you got a full inbox. Uh, how is it so far? Yeah, thank you very much, Sean. Yeah, it's a uh, very busy, very busy season. Uh, <laughs> I've been having very long days and short nights. Uh, the work starts early in the morning and ends late at night. Uh, but we're on the right track and uh, hosting this World Rugby Under-20 trophy uh, is an indictment of you know the confidence that World Rugby has in Kenya Rugby Union. And we do not want to disappoint because we have got big ambitions and to have this honor bestowed on us is, is really great. And we have, you know, big teams, you know, Scotland, Zimbabwe, Samoa, Uruguay, the USA, Spain, Hong Kong, China, and of course, our boys, Chipu, the Kenya under 20, playing here on home soil. These are the future stars and uh, they all have, you know, you can watch them at Nyanyi National Stadium. So this tournament from uh, 15th to 30th of July you see, um, you know, the great talents of uh, the under-20s from all over the world, um, you know, representing their continents and just here on home soil. So everybody is welcome. We have, of course, uh, tickets, VIP at 1,000 bob, uh, regular tickets at 300, and students in uniform come in free of charge. All right. For those that don't know exactly what is going on, there's another tournament in South Africa that's coming up. Uh, can, can you just tell us the difference between the two tournaments? So we have the World Rugby Under-20 Championship, which is in South Africa, in Stellenbosch, uh, being held. And then, of course, we have the trophy. So we have the top teams, the, you know, New Zealand, England, France. Uh, Argentina playing in South Africa and we have now the second uh, tier nations uh, playing. Scotland was uh, relegated last year so they are here in Kenya playing. So we're all battling now to win this and to get promoted to the championship. The championship that's in South Africa right now, the World Rugby Under 20 Championship, you have the baby blacks, the all blacks uh, England, we have Australia South Africa itself, the baby box so they are uh, you know, uh, a tier above where we are right now but uh, we are very ambitious we know that uh, it's everything is possible of course with hard work and the investment that we're going to put in into rugby everything is possible this is our second time hosting this uh, previously it was called the junior world rugby uh, trophy jwrt and i think it stuck a lot with the many many of us here we just call it jwrt but it's world rugby under 20 trophy so that's the difference between what's happening now in nairobi and what's happening in south africa Sasha, it's really important for us to find a new Colin Sinjera, you know, other players for the future. How important is this trophy for Kenya? Uh, extremely important. Uh, even in my manifesto, I was talking about uh, development. You cannot get a superstar out of nowhere. You have to invest in the young uh, guys playing uh, rugby. You have to put in the effort there. You have to identify that talent. You have to put in the structures. So uh, we have our under-20. They played uh, really well um, a couple of months ago. We hosted the Bates Trophy, which is the Africa under-20 trophy. Uh, we came second to Zimbabwe. And Zimbabwe has good youth structures. And that's what we need to uh, put into place in Kenya. We have structures, but we've not yet really exploited what we should be able to do, you know. So um, the future in Jeras and uh, Kayanges, uh, we shall, of course, see them here. We have already targeted. We know 
these these players have been chosen by our, our coaches here, so they play in clubs. So we are watching them, but now we need to improve our structures, and that is part of my manifesto, and that's what we are setting up currently. Sasha, you've come at a difficult time for rugby. Uh, so much in your entry. Um, wh- wh- where do you start? <laughs> uh, we start by you know getting back the confidence uh, of, of course, our people, our players. Uh, the clubs they have given us the, you know they've instilled confidence in us they've they've chosen us to be the board uh, to take uh, rugby over the next four years and we need to get back uh, corporate Kenya and actually I'm saying Kenya the Kenya the brand of Kenya rugby is is global so to get back confidence global partners and local partners so it's just to get back that confidence and to run things the right way. Um, We've had a number of board meetings. We know there have been issues with administration in uh, Kenya rugby. Uh, we've had now directors have made them sign uh, conflict of uh, interest agreements and you know NDAs. We need to run this thing professionally. We need to get back the co- confidence. So I've met a number of previous uh, partners and sponsors of Kenya Rugby, and they're all talking about gov- governance, and that was a platform I also came in as chairman of Kenya Rugby. Run this thing properly and you'll see people will invest in it because the talent is there, it's obvious, but uh, the talent has been betrayed previously and we're making sure that will not happen again. Old habits die hard. Uh, a lot of people come in uh, to management and end up making it a business. Uh, we see with this uh, conflict of interest uh, what you've made them sign. Yeah. Um, you know, you may have people fight you in the long run. Uh, that's a fight I'm willing to take. I'll be very proud. Uh, I've played rugby. I've even broken my leg on the rugby pitch, but I've never given up on the game. I've been director before of Kenya Rugby. I've been vice chairman. I've been chairman of Safari Sevens. Uh, we know how to run this thing. If, you th- if rugby is run well and any sport in Kenya is run well, corporates will come. There'll be investment in the sport and we'll be able to see this talent uh, shine on the global stage. Sport is a business and it's a, it's, you know, it's a lifeline to some people, to many people actually. If you look at uh, global sport, uh, it, it keeps a lot of people employed, food on the table, you see big investments, it's business and people are earning their living from it. And of course in Kenya where you have um, you know, high unemployment rate and all that, but we have talent falling off the trees. We need to monetize that and I can see you know, the, the Ministry of uh, Youth Affairs and Sports uh, um, uh, and this government with the Talanta Hela initiative of monetizing uh, young talent. That is what we have to do. So the government has its program and ours is just in line with it, absolutely. What was the difference this time? Uh, this, I think, was the third time you were running for office and you succeeded this time. What was the difference? I think uh, I think everybody was a bit fed up with where we, 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 we've reached and that's, that's the truth. That's what the affiliates felt and uh, the affiliates are our clubs, um, you know, the clubs in Kenya rugby had enough. They said, I mean, we know where we should be, but things are not going well. So that's why there's a new board uh, that was elected and I have full confidence that uh, we shall deliver. He's in the studio with us. It is an exclusive. Uh, Sasha Matai, the chairman of the Kenya Rugby Union. This is Saturday Music and Sport. Three hours of fast-paced sporting action, fun and excitement right here on Capital FM. We're back with Sasha Mutai, the chairman of the Kenya Rugby Union. Uh, Sasha, you're a quantity surveyor. Uh, it looks like you've got quite a bit on your plate. Uh, how, how do you juggle between uh, your rugby duties and work? 
Uh, that's an interesting one. Yes, it's very busy. Uh, and I've done this before. I, as a quantity surveyor, um, I've run you know huge projects while still one time I was vice chairman of Kenya Rugby Union. At the same time, I was a vice chairman of the Architectural Association of Kenya and as a partner in one of the largest firms in Kenya. And that time I was even handling, uh, you know, two rivers projects. So um, it's hard work, but uh, that's what we have come up for. But also my profession will help uh, me and the board achieve this dream of building our stadium. Uh, this week, we wrote an official letter uh, asking for an allocation of land at Kasarani to build our stadium, a home of rugby. Uh, very few people know that actually rugby is, uh, Kenya Rugby Union is, is just a subtenant. We are homeless. We don't have a home ground. Um, RFUA, we are subtenants on Gong Road. We don't own that land. So we have uh, asked the Ministry of Sport through um, the Cabinet Secretary. We have asked them and written an official letter this week requesting for an allocation of land. Uh, land has been allocated to a, num a few um, federations in Kenya at Kasarani. And we want to bring in, especially uh, in my team, we have also tax experts. We want to bring in our expertise uh, on, on how to build you know, infrastructure. So we're already talking to potential partners out there who want to invest in building our stadium. Uh, and this uh, government is very receptive. We have had good talks and now we are formalizing it. Fantastic. Uh, we need to talk about Kenya Sevens. Uh, personally, how much of a blow was it uh, when they were knocked out of the World Series? Yeah, it's a, it's a big blow because after all those years and uh, you know at the highest uh, global stage, uh, to you know to be relegated is hard to take, but it's not a shocker because there was little investment in it, and we only got in the Sport Pesa sponsorship uh, in December last year, and of course it kicked in in January. And we are lucky to have them, and they have um, you know signed up us again. Uh, even if we have dropped down a level, they are still with us. They have confidence in us. Um, we've negotiated a sponsorship with uh, Sportpesa, and we are talking to other potential sponsors because putting the team back into the global arena um, is going to take a lot of resources. The talent is there, but we have to put in the financial uh, resources to get the team where it should be. So we're also talking to other potential sponsors to add into the kitty to actually make this uh, a reality. We're looking at qualifying for the Olympics uh, for 2024 uh, Paris. And uh, so there's a challenger series that will start uh, next year and culminating in a knockout in, uh, in, in uh, Madrid, which will be the new tournament on the World 7 Series. World 7 Series has reduced the numbers of participating teams as well as events, but they have also included the women. So it's all based now on budget. So um, it's tighter competition. It's not like it was before. And here you just have to be in the top five. So we are looking at putting back investment into the Kenya 7s team, um, getting the structures right again, and, uh, and, and we'll be there. I'm very confident because we've done this before. And against all odds, so uh, we just need the support of uh, corporate Kenya and other, um, other, um, other partners out there globally, because Kenya rugby is a global brand, as I say, it's not just local. So with that, I'm very confident with uh, the people we're putting in place and uh, with the talents that we have, we shall get it right. Did it disappoint you that 
you know, it reached this level. Uh, as you've mentioned, Kenya Sevens, it's a global brand. Uh, you look at the Kenya fans, uh, you know, wherever they play around the world, uh, you know, it's it's a global marketing dream uh, for any sponsor. Yeah, it is. Um, but this was progressive. It, this was not uh, just a sudden failure. Uh, you could see the culture that was built before had now eroded. And and that's that's from, you know, from top down everywhere. So, uh, we can't blame just the players. It's a whole thing. We have to take responsibility, and we have. And the new board has come in and said mistakes were made, uh, but we are correcting them. And we're not, we don't have our heads in the sand like the proverbial ostrich. No, we are looking forward. We are very confident, and we are putting, you know, getting the resources back into the game. So, yes, it's disappointing, and but it's an opportunity. So I look at challenges as an opportunity. Um, coming in and rebuilding it and putting in the structures and the culture has to be built back because once you lose that culture, it's very hard um, to get things right. So we have to get things right and, and, and we know how to do it. Yeah. There is this story that's always been there about interference with selection of teams. Uh, your, your comments regarding that? Yeah, uh, we've heard about it, but of course uh, under this new administration that will not be there because... Uh, the board has its work to do and management of teams, coaching and all that have their work to do. And everybody should do their work and not interfere with that. Even the secretariat at the KRU has their work. That Everybody has a mandate and everybody has to deliver on the mandate. And if you don't, then you'll have to take a work because we have enough people who can do the work. Um, when I was director of Kenya Sevens, uh, I was director for four years. and that time, I, was, I came into the board at 29 and, and run uh, Kenya Sevens together, the good young team. Um, I did not interfere, yeah, but I demanded results. Once I, 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 you know, you given your mandate, I bring in whatever resources are needed for the team. That's my work as director. You choose the team and uh, you deliver. If I give you what you need to um, to deliver, I expect delivery. So once um, you know directors start interfering with uh, with with coaching and, uh, uh, and and team selection, then you remove that responsibility from the coaches. So the coach players also play for the coach, and the coach is being paid now. We'll, we have you know uh, we are bringing in the money, so you have been paid handsomely. So we expect results. Yeah, simple like that. Do you expect a change uh, in coach uh, for Kenya Sevens? Uh, yes. Uh, short answer is yes. The whole management is changing. Everything is changing because, uh, again, looking at our structures uh, and, and the sponsorships we have, um, money has, has been reduced. Uh, World Rugby has reduced. The, there's no high-performance grant, you know. Uh, that goes to the teams in the World 7 Series. So we have to bridge the uh, gap. But we have to do everything contractually. And as I said, it was a whole culture that needs changing. So, of course, new contracts have to be signed. And, uh, and we have to build that culture. So it's a new, it's a new, it's a new shop. Uh, that's, it's a new office taking up. Do you go local or international in terms of another coach? It's a mix of both. All right. Yeah. Okay. The women's uh, program, uh, that really is uh, one of the success stories of rugby. Uh, they're doing very, very well, uh, both 15s and 7s. Yes, um, our Kenya women, the Lionesses, uh, qualified for WXV3. That, that tournament will be played in, uh, in the UAE in October. And it's uh, six countries. 
it's the first time really that uh, the Kenya women are playing 15s at this level. So now, we, you know, the Kenya women have been seen on the global level. So we're also now talking to potential sponsors who will come in because now there's a new product that is seen globally, not just the Kenya 7s. We have the Lionesses. As well, we have the Chipu who are playing in this uh, under-20 trophy. We have the Kenya Simbas as well, who've played in the Curry Cup Division 1A, and we're looking at them repeating the same uh, next year and hopefully get um, promoted into the Curry Cup to play against the big boys, you know, the, st uh, the Sharks, Western Province, and all the big provinces in uh, South Africa. Because, um, you know, we, we have a very good association with uh, South Africa Rugby, with Saru, and with Western Province. And this association really happened from 2007. Uh, when we were also in the union that time. so And it's a long-standing relationship that continues up to this day. And uh, even clubs in Kenya like uh, Cabras and KCB have taken up uh, uh, this um, you know, uh, partnership with Western Province. So South Africa rugby have been good friends uh, to Kenya rugby, and uh, this will continue. Finally, uh, local rugby um, officiating, it's always something that's in the spotlight, not always for the good reasons, uh, what, what what are you doing uh, to try and raise the standard of officiating? So, of course, um, it's all about also resources. Uh, Kenya Rugby Union uh, in the previous seasons have also not uh, paid uh, referees on time. Yes, there were issues on uh, integrity and all that uh, of the board. Of course, there was COVID. There's other downtown in economics. Everything conspired. And uh, Kenya rugby was in this position, but we're very confident um, for a like for a quick turnaround in terms of our financial resources coming in. We want to also professionalize the game and start a, a super series uh, league, which is a professional uh, league. But we are looking at uh, resources coming in um, and also in investing in our referees. So. You will not get good quality if you do not invest. There are no miracles in sport that happen. Uh, you don't expect somebody to be at the top of his game and you're not investing in them in terms of continuous uh, professional development, you know, remunerating them. And of course, there has to be rewards. If you, uh, now, even now we have uh, statistics uh, coming in. We have a company that's doing stats on every game in Kenya and also that targets also referees. So now we actually have for the first time uh, this season now we have, you look at the uh, Sevens uh, series that started, that's our first tournament as a local Sevens uh, tournament, a local league in Kenya under the new board. We have a company called Tissini, which is doing statistics. And of course, we also need to reward referees when they perform well. So we want to have a reward system of, you know, if you're the best referee, you end up, we, we send you out there to South Africa or wherever for, for more training or France. And we are talking to other federations uh, globally so that we can even have our referees attached. If you have a good uh, referee, he's recognized. You see the guy in uh, seven series globally or in another league maybe in France or Japan. So we have started these um, conversations with other federations around the world, but we have to invest in them. And we need to retain uh, more referees, probably also uh, retiring players to go into refereeing. We need to make it attractive to get the talent and to retain that talent. So much to talk about. Uh, we really hope that you return to the studio, but our thanks so much. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on Saturday Music and Sport. The chairman of the Kenya Rugby Union, uh, Sasha Mutai. Thank you very much, Sean. Saturday Music and Sport continues in just a moment.
grab a drink, a snack, and get buckled up for all the exciting action. It's the Saturday Music and Sports Show. 